At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we mount up for the final time. Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming at you. Amal, they say all good things must come to an end, my friend. This is our final ride in the saddle together for the next two hours. It has been a pleasure since we began this, what, back in. August, September, right before football season. Absolutely. That was just the word I used on social media, you know, uh, referencing you and Kelly. And I want to thank everybody. And we'll get into it a little bit later on that's associated with the show, but it's been a lot of fun. I got to give you credit. You went full jacket. I said, you know what? It's a Friday. I said, you know, I got to get ready. Look like I'm at the bar. It's five o'clock somewhere, probably in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean right now, somewhere between now and two hours to London. So I oh, think you're screwed up, Dave, already. Come on. The only, yeah, I have no idea where the mall's talking about right now. It's six zone. hours ahead. Where was that? Be? All I know, the reason why I wore the jacket is because we had the matching whites today. Yeah. And I didn't want to have like a few well, good men situation. Oh, I always wore that same color shirt that you have on underneath with the with the dots. I have a similar shirt. So good thing we didn't go with that. But you, you guys I'll be honest with like you. I don't think, waiters or something. What, yeah. What's that? Yeah, if you were both wearing just the White, you would have been like lost waiters. Or John or Cena, yeah. you wouldn't but, be able to see us. I believe I take priority on wearing white, and for the following reason, I own more white, pink, or purple than anybody you know. Yeah, Those good. are like the three colors I own only. You have a good wardrobe, very what? solid. Thank you. No, Mine I'll tell you, is not as um, advanced. Jimmy Vaccaro <laughs> has the best wardrobe of anybody. Yeah, just Hell white. Yeah. Doesn't have to think about it. That's the most intelligent and prudent move. That's a boss move, right? You're just like. Did you wear that yesterday? Yes, I did. What's your point? Yeah, well, especially it becomes your signature thing, right? So yeah. people expect it, and then it makes it even easier. Well, I'm going to wear what people expect, and it's just the same thing over and over. When you're in the gambling hall of fame, you wear what the hell you want to wear. Absolutely right. And that's right. what Jimmy Vaccaro does. Absolutely right. Speaking of which, speaking of gambling, I was at Bellagio yesterday, and um, i tell you what, some of these escorts around town are really annoying, right? Oh. Like you're walking through. <laughs> They're and just so, helping you through this. The, oh, you owe. Oh, yeah, somebody actually so, helps you. <laughs> escort you through the building. And, and that's one way of putting it. Um, so I'm walking through this girl goes, you're still wearing AirPods. I go, you're still walking around with that face. Oh, I'm my. like, come on, man. Don't sit there and say something to me. I'm not the guy who's going to pass up on the comment. Are you kidding me? She didn't know what to say. I don't think anybody's oh, don't ever think made that a comeback after that. Oh, that, 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 that was a walk-off. That, yeah, that, that was a walk-off. We're done. There's certain <laughs> conversations that end right at that moment. Like, that's that how was I, done. That's how, like, uh, that's how I generally like to do it. <laughs> 
pretty good comeback. Uh, Nick Wayne is going to join us at the hour, uh, the top of hour number two here. Of course, the Rotowire senior analyst will get his thoughts as the NBA begins the second season. I did want to start, and look, we're going to have a lot of fun on our last show. Got a lot of fun things uh, lined up for you. Certainly, we've had a lot of movie themes throughout our time together. We'll get into some of that in hour number two, some of the best sports movies we've seen, and give you lists, because I know people love a good list, and I'm sure it will be controversial. That's the way we want to end the show, kind of the way we started it. But speaking of controversy, Mm -hmm. there might be some now in the Pacific Northwest. There was a report out that in 2022, Russell Wilson, you know, let's ride, that he demanded that the GM, John Schneider, and the head coach, Pete Carroll, they should be fired. Now, Russ has quickly come back and said, whoa, 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 whoa. No truth to that rumor. And that came uh, from The Athletic, by the way. So he's denying that rumor in a tweet. Now, it, it could make some sense. Look, who knows? It's one of those he said, he said stuff, right? So we don't know what the truth of the matter is. But we were all scratching our head this time last year going, well, you know, Russell Wilson just came back from that gruesome finger injury, you know, played at the end of the year for Seattle. Looks like he and Pete got something cooking for 2022. And then all of a sudden he's dealt to Denver. And we're all like, why would you trade a Hall of Fame quarterback in his prime? Yeah. Right. And everybody thought, wow, Seattle just, or Denver just got over in, on Seattle. A year removed from that, it looks like the inverse is true. Are you buying this? That that's the reason why John Schneider and, and Pete Carroll went, whoa, whoa, you want us out? We'll show you who's out. You know, there's a possibility. I just personally don't think from Russell Wilson's personality that that transpired, but I could be wrong. Uh, but give Snyder and Pete Carroll a ton of credit. You know, the one thing you have to remember is whenever a team sees a player every day, yep. they have the greatest insight on that player. I go back to the Richard Seymour trade from New England to the Raiders. That one was an eye-opener for me when the Patriots made the move and then you saw Seymour just kind of fall off of a cliff. Yeah. And you see the guys every day. And once you see what they're doing and how they're performing, it gives you an idea and insight into which is the person you want to have on your team. And so far, Pete Carroll and John Schneider look like geniuses now. If Sean Payton comes in and resurrects the career, next thing you know, they're competing with Patrick Mahomes in the AFC West and Joe Burrow in the AFC overall. Then it might be a question of, hey, what's going on in Seattle? But we saw the success with Geno Smith. Nobody else had the success with him previously. You saw Russell Wilson's just catastrophic failures. He got uh, Nathaniel Hackett fired. But mm-hmm. I think Can Hackett was going to get fired on his own anywhere he was. That's And that's kind of the point, right? The Broncos are 30-1 to 1 next year to win the Super Bowl. So th- that's not the longest. I mean, that's kind of middle of the pack right now. So there is a belief that Sean Payton will be able to do what Nathaniel Hackett could not do. Yeah. But you got to think if you're John Schneider and Pete Carroll, you're like, man, good riddance. Like, good luck with, with, with Sean Payton. It might work out, to your point. It could. And that would be more on Hackett than anything else. Right. But I think for the, the overhaul that Pete Carroll and John Schneider got in Seattle, they look at it like a framework for their future. And whether or not Geno Smith is part of that future, boy, what a reclamation project they had with Geno this year. And they get all the way to a wild card spot. I mean, that... If you really look at it, and I again, I understand why Brian Dable won coach of the year. I, I'm not taking anything away from him. You can make a strong case for Pete Carroll. The, the fact that they were able to get Seattle to a wild card spot, when I think people in, in our business thought they would be a bottom five team in the NFL, and they were far from that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, but, you know, to me, I, I give him a lot of credit, but the division also, think about this the Rams and the uh, Cardinals were horrific. Oh. So you had some opportunities there. San Francisco was dealing with injuries at the quarterback position. So I thought it was an ideal situation for Seattle to have success this year. They didn't get off to the fastest of starts. Perfect example was the game with Nathaniel Hackett against the Broncos. In any other situation, I think Seattle should have lost that football game. But game Denver, one. you know, Denver does what most stupid coaches do. They try to play for the 57-yard field goal. I, I just don't get these coaches. You know, you sit there and you know these kickers miss left, right, and center. Why do you then play for these field goals. Oh, you're, you're so afraid of the turnover. Then you know what? You should not have that quarterback. You should not have that wide receiver. You should not have that offensive line on your team. It all started week one in that decision to let Brandon McManus try that super long field goal that uh, did not work out, obviously, for Denver. They lose that game one to Seattle. And really, that was the tale of two seasons as it began right there. Seattle's went upward and Denver's went uh, straight down. You mentioned the Rams. Again, the Rams and Cardinals were playoff teams this time a year ago. And then they both flat uh, fell flat on their faces. Right. Bobby Wagner, Bobby Wags, speaking mm-hmm. to Seattle, came yeah. over from Seattle. Right. After one year in LA, your services no, no longer requ- required out there in See Los ya. Angeles. He gone. So a bit of a shock because I know Cowboy fans thought maybe Bobby Wags was going to go down there and play middle linebacker in Dallas. Yeah. 
is Bobby Wagner still a, I don't think he's a line mover. That's for sure. But if you're looking at a playoff roster next year, is Bobby Wagner, the type of player still with one or two years remaining, could it be a Von Miller, the type of impact he had in LA uh, as the Rams went all the way and won a Super Bowl? We saw the difference he was making in Buffalo until he got hurt in advancing age. Can Bobby Wagner still be that guy? Cause he did not appear to be that guy last year in LA. No, six sacks, two INTs last year, uh, 140 combined assistant uh, individual tackles. So still decent numbers. Can't complain about that. Uh, but the one thing I would look at is I, I, I would take him. Hmm. I think a guy who's a proven commodity and Look, I understand they lined him up differently. By the way, Dave, this might come as a surprise. His highest season of sacks ever last year. Six. Yes. Well, getting after the court. You, you think of him as a, as a as a run stopper, right? You think of him as a plotting guy, not really getting after the quarterback. But, yeah. boy, again, if you just told me at first blush, six sacks on a bad defense. And Aaron Donald didn't play a lot of that second half of the year. So, he did. it's not like he had 99 helping clear the way for him. Yeah. So, th- that's actually pretty impressive in his advancing age. So I think he'll be a coveted guy at one of those low tier pickups that you look at at a team next year and go, Hmm, I should take note of that defense in this, maybe in the, uh, in the wind total market for whatever team he goes to. Cause I think he will advance a defense. If they they're already on solid ground, I think he's clearly going to make them better. Yeah. It's uh, so what they agree to part ways. So using that language, I'm going to guess they settled they settled his contract right between between uh, the Rams and him because he was in the first year of a five-year, fifty million dollar deal. Whoa! Just got done with year one of that, so I, I guess they'll have to figure out the financials. But Dave, you know, I think if you can pick him up as a thirty-two-year-old middle linebacker, it's not like anybody's going to be you know spend a lot of money on him. You would think, but he's not thirty-six. Point. But he's not thirty-six. Be- but he can absolutely be an asset to a defense in this league. I yeah. think so too. Like again, Jerry, pick up the phone. Like middle linebackers are not in vogue anymore. It, like that, that feels feels like a lost position to a degree, but if you have a really good one that can still run and clearly with six sacks, that tells me he can still run. That could be a difference maker on a team. That's you would think already built for the playoffs. That's a, a type of guy. When you look back on a championship team, you go, Oh yeah. Remember that Bob, Bobby Wagner showed up white. That, that's the type of thing you almost forget about, but really could be a key addition. Yeah, and the Rams are only going to take a seven and a half million dollar dead cap hit on this one. If he was on the roster, it would have been twelve point seven five. So they're going to save five five point two five million dollars that way. Um, you know, look, he would have gotten a total, I think, of about eleven million at mm-hmm. that for this year. But he'll have an opportunity to sign. You know, he was a third team All Pro last year. And by the way, he is was a, he really? He was still. He I just still made he, an All Pro team last third, year. But look, Jeez. I just said he had about one hundred fifty wow. tackles or so, six sacks, and I mean, no AD. Yeah, and, and not only that, this is a guy who's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Nine times he's been on the Pro Bowl team. I yeah. mean, all pro team, not Pro Bowl, all yeah, pro. Yeah. All pro, way yeah. more important. Exactly. Jerry, Uncle Jerry. <laughs> I mean, look, if I'm looking for the Cowboys at 16 to 1 next year, and you tell me now that Bobby Wags is on that defense with what we already have on the edge. All right. First of all, Ross, pump the brakes. Oh. You've got a serious problem under center. What? And unless you've got a situation to get rid of Dakota Prescott, you're in trouble because you you don't have the 2000 Ravens or the 85 bears back there in that Dallas defense. Not yet, but Bobby Wags and maybe Jalen Ramsey. I I don't want to get get Dave too excited, but a ball. Wouldn't you think after this disaster, I mean, of all the people that got it right and got it wrong between the moving parts with Seattle. Oh boy, Bobby Wagner. Did we swing and miss thinking it was time to leave Seattle and go to the Rams to join up the Super Bowl winning team. I would think he's pretty selective on where he goes to now and probably wants to go to a winning team. Hold on a second. Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, all injuries. Yeah. Yeah, AD kind of bowed out the second half. He's gone now. He's not sticking around. And he wanted to go to Dallas last year before he went to the Rams. Just saying. All right, when we come back, I have some college football news and notes that I think you're going to be intrigued by. We'll see who we have associating numbers with. Come on back. The final voyage of Big Bets here on Vs. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. In addition to all the new shows, VSIN's going to kick off new podcasts to give every better the insights, tools, and confidence to make smarter betting decisions year round. VSIN continues to expand its catalog of popular sports betting podcasts to cover every corner of the sports betting menu. So no matter what sport you like or like to bet or how experienced you are, you're going to find a podcast that's right for you. The VSIN College Basketball Betting Podcast is some of the best college hoops analysts around, breaking down the betting odds, lines, and totals. Our host, Tim Murray, is going to have three episodes each week with invaluable contributions from alternating co-hosts like Matt Humans and Adam Burke. The VSIN Hockey Betting Podcast featuring Danny Burke and NHL betting expert Andy McNeil. They cover all things hockey twice every week and they're all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast kelly biblin is on long shots i've got first strike every week i mean we've got something for everybody here at the network back alongside them all shaw dave ross here hour number two we're going to get to our best movies we've been doing some really bad impressions during the breaks so just saying we're going to give you our top five movies and sports movies and kelly really struggled already i could tell in our group text yesterday because like you got to make hard cuts, man. Like, don't give me five with an asterisk and six. That's not the rules of the game. I, I would agree with right, that. Is that, is that what Bidlin was doing? Oh, well, he was, I was already here. And, oh, it's going to be hard. I got to cut it. I didn't, even, I didn't even try to join in the regular movie list because I can't do that. You got to give me, like, a genre or something. Just go one through five. It's uh, no, like impossible. There, for me, there's one. Okay. And then there's everything else. And That's the demarcation. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, you you but even sports, Dave, I had like 30 movies written down. I'm like, how am I supposed to pick five of these? The, the top five sports movies was much more difficult for me. And, and you saw, I had to kick out one. I'm not going to say what I did to put in another. I hate doing that, but those are the tough cuts. Dave, I also had a bit of an agenda with mine. I'm just going to warn you guys that Ooh. maybe number five is a movie out there that I just want to make sure everybody's seen. Maybe Which, it's not the fifth best of all time, but you should see it if you haven't. You remember like movie phone on Seinfeld? That's Why don't you tease? Uh, you Forget the keys. I, I don't care. I want the answer to that. What is it? If it's like Avatar, I'm gonna Hustle. walk. I'm gonna walk Hustle. off this. That new Adam Sandler Netflix movie where he goes in, where he goes and scouts basically European basketball oh. players and the whole system of them get system of the getting them into the NBA draft. Is it on Amazon? You said? it's on Netflix. It's a great. What's it called again? That's why I haven't Hustle. seen it. Hustle. Hustle. Okay, so that's your number five. That is number five. So you've already cheated and broke the rule of engagement. Yeah. You've already Amal, given number five. Amal made me. Yeah. You made, made me ruin the hor- the great teeth. You guys would be great at Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh, just one present. How about two? <laughs> He's just breaking rules left and right. Let me tell you something, Dave. He's get you a I don't get the anyway, Christmas Dave. Day. What's the point? You, you open them all up before Christmas. I don't get presents because I don't give them. But you, know. Know. Yeah. <laughs> but you only get one gift. That's it. Uh, Kelly just, just gave the one gift, and then we get the other four in the second hour. I, that's right. There you, you got go. rules. You got go. fast rules without rules in society. What do you have? Anarchy. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what, have you seen society? We need some anarchy. <laughs> I think we've got plenty of it. I have some news and notes in college football and it, one that really kind of, I think you talked about it months ago. It's Blake Corum at Michigan. Now, Jim Harbaugh has said that the star running back is going to miss spring practice rehab that knee, but he is back on track uh, to return as at full strength in June. 
Did you believe that Blake should have come out? Now, again, it was a bad knee injury. He tried to go against Ohio State. We saw he couldn't go, and it was never really the same guy. I don't know if he makes a difference in the loss to TCU or not. Probably does. But what do you make of the decision of Blake to go back to school? Because maybe the injury and a position like running back is devalued in the NFL these days. Maybe that really drops his draft stock. But if he comes back healthy, are we looking at a guy we should be looking in the Heisman Trophy market for next year? Well, he will be. He's a Michigan running back. But I'll tell you what, any running back that returns that's at his caliber or Bijan Robinson, I would question their intelligence. Wow. You got to go. You got to strike while the iron's hot. To me, and uh, you and I talked about this on air, but a friend of mine and I were talking about this off air. There is no running back in the NFL you should ever pay a large second contract to unless they're performing at an Adrian Peterson, maybe a Derrick Henry type of level. Guys just don't have the longevity. We see almost every team now has got two running backs. You got to do it by committee. Uh, I just don't think, what is the point of Blake Corum last year at Michigan had 247 attempts. Now, granted, he's been really quick. He's agile. He gets out of bounds. He's able to get down in situations, but what is he looking to prove is he had 6.6 yards per carry in 2021, 952 yards and 144 carries. He's got 417 carries in his Michigan career. Let's assume Michigan makes the playoff next year. By the time he leaves, he's going to be at 700 carries. That's a lot of tread on the tires. You know what? He's not a huge guy. I know he's, he's thick, but he's five, eight, 210 pounds. Uh, what are you coming back for? What is there to prove? Well, they're yeah. 10 to one next year to win the national championship. Okay. And I'm looking down the Heisman market already. And I mean, I already see JJ, JJ McCarthy's 25 to one on Michigan and quorum right now is 30 to one. Yeah. Now, again, if he's the problem with knee injuries is you don't know what he's going to look like next year. Like, you know, I talk about this Tony Pollard leg injury in Dallas. I you hope he comes back to be the same guy, but you just don't know. So could it be that Blake is saying, you know what? I'm going to get healthy at Michigan instead of being what a sixth round pick in the NFL draft. I mean, I, I don't know where he would be slated, but that could be the problem is that the draft stock would have taken such a hit that financially, this could be a better move for him to come back, have a monster year at Michigan with a healthy rehabilitated leg on a really good team on a team. That's got a chance to go to back to back to back, you know, final fours, if you will, in the college football playoff. Is that the educated risk? No, I disagree with you for a couple of reasons. First of all, they would have evaluated his knee would have been out three to six months. He would have been ready for OTAs going into the spring. Uh, he would have probably been drafted in the second not the second, but the third round. Here's the other thing. That's why guys like him, CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, they have to go as soon as possible because what you're doing is you're getting that clock going yep. on getting to free agency. Well, that's true, right? Even if Blake Curran was drafted as the first overall pick in the 2024 draft, which he's not going to he's be. Not gonna be. But let's say he was, what is he going to make? Like $25 million. Um, and then the back end, if they pick up a fifth year options, like 21 million. So he might make $50 million. But the point is if he leaves this year, he's on a four year rookie deal and he, he performs extremely well. You put yourself in a position to get to free agency. Now all of a sudden you can sign that long-term deal. So I think that's why the importance of leaving early is just to get that clock on free agency started. If you had to take JJ McCarthy at 25 to one or quorum at 30 to one to win the Heisman next I'll play year, quorum all day, you take quorum 30 to one. Listen, JJ McCarthy's getting this 25 to one odds because he's the quarterback of Michigan. If JJ McCarthy played for new Mexico state, nobody would know who the hell he is. The bottom line is Blake Corum's the best player on that football team has been the best player on that team for the last year and two seasons, basically. Well, Hutchison was great in 2021, yeah. but the last year he was definitely their best player. Um, he he's a tremendous talent. Michigan's going to ride him quite a bit. And that's the other problem. If you're Corm, you're coming back next year, but you are going to be the bell cow. Ed, Edwards is, uh, I think Edwards is gone now. Donovan Edwards. I mm. believe he's, if I'm not mistaken, if he's back, um, you know, he could have a huge year for them as well, but still they're running and they're going to be riding uh, Blake Corm there. I'm sorry. Edwards is back. I apologize. So they got a two headed monster, but still he's going to get wear and tear. And, and remember this in the important games, you're always carrying the ball. Look, JK Dobbins at Ohio state had over 700 carries. Whereas uh, Najee Harris at Alabama had under 400 carries in his career in Tuscaloosa. One other note I want to bring to your attention here. We're hearing from Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, the draft grades on a guy we talked about extensively yesterday, Anthony Richardson mm -hmm. are all over the map. Of course they are. Okay. How about this though? That they're seeing some teams have first round grades on them and others go as high as the fourth round. So it, it all you need to know is that multiple teams have first round grades on them, right? And multiple have them all the way to the fourth. It just takes one. 
right? It just takes one. Yeah, it's, it's also in defense of him, I guess. It's also a lot easier to give a guy a fourth round grade if you've got a stud quarterback already. If right. you've got Patrick Mahomes no, or no. Josh Allen. This is where the true talent evaluation where teams succeed by not just jumping up because the guy's six six, he can throw the ball out of the stadium and you go, wow, this guy's unbelievable in his running ability. But here's the thing with Anthony Richardson that's been proven so far over the last year and a half. He does not throw the ball with accuracy. And to me, Dave, if you just went based on what's the most important criteria, which is accuracy, mm-hmm. he's a third or a fourth round pick. That's exactly what he is. Again, we talked about the the rise here where this, it opened up when, once these odds came out, Richardson was a hundred to one mm-hmm. uh, at bet MGM to go number one overall today at bet MGM that stands at seven to one. I'm no mathematician. That's one hell of an increase. Now, DraftKings, again, opened him up on February 16th at 100 to 1, and now he's at 30 to 1. That kind of shows you NFL grades, right? Some people got him first round grade, probably pretty high. Others might have him as a fourth round grade. The, the, That's the, down to 750. We, oh, boy. We've so seen DraftKings it. is now 750, yeah. too. So we always talk about this. It's yes, there's liability involved, and that's why you're going to short some of those numbers, too, right? Yeah, so we, we understand that. But there's got to be, it can't just be liability. There has to be some buzz around Anthony Richardson that there's an outside shot, not that you and I think it's going to happen, that there's an outside shot of him actually going number one overall. First of all, Anthony Richardson is not going number one overall. You know what? People bet these so they can say, oh, I got value. You know, we have that term overutilized here at our network. It's an epidemic. I got value. <laughs> Did you win? Right. Did you win? That's all my question is. And you know what? Anthony Richardson is not good enough to go number one. It's simple. If anybody watched Florida play, his best game was against South Carolina. That was his best game of the season. And that was the game, kind of the turning point for the care uh, for the Gamecocks. The bottom line is this guy's not been able to throw the ball with accuracy. Yeah. He's a better athlete than everybody else on the field. We've seen it with the munchkin down in Arizona, right? What has he been able to do? You've seen quarterbacks who have talent like this size and all that at the end of the day, what are they doing? Can you win with these guys? Look, there's a quarterback in the NFL right now. Who's a better athlete. Who's faster than Richardson, not as big. He plays for the Bears, and there's still question marks about him and Justin Fields. With the first pick in the 2023 draft, the Chicago Bears select Anthony Richardson. If I was a Bears fan and they did that, let me <laughs> could tell you, you right imagine? now. I, I don't know what the address at there's one no house. That no, 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 it's not happening, people. But could no, you I'll imagine? I'll tell you right now, I'd be on a flight to Bali after I whack somebody. <laughs> Coming back, talking college hoops next. It is Big Bets here on VC. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the uh, simpler way to enjoy nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke free and spit free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in life where I feel like I needed to make a change. I knew I needed to make that change, but just wasn't quite ready yet. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is just a little bit different. Everyone is on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Marshall, Dave Ross here. The final voyage here of Big Bets on a Friday. It's been a lot of fun since football season, uh, since you, Kelly, and I started doing this show. We have talked a lot of college basketball because I think you're one of the sharper minds that we have certainly not only at this network, but I put up against anybody in the biz, Amal Shaw. So I want to get your thoughts on some of the college basketball games that we see tonight in the Big East. How about the X-Men going up to Seton Hall, kids in the hall. They can be spunky in the hall. Now, X is going to lay a point and a half on the road. And right now that total is at 141 and a half. Again, we know how hard it is to win on the road. So again, I know a lot of people look at that quote unquote system play and go unranked home team against ranked visiting team. Sometimes you want to play that home dog. What do you see here? Yeah. I'm not as high on Seton Hall as maybe some other people are or have been uh, Shaheen Hollis Holloway's done a nice job ever yep. since he came over from St. Peter's whether to remember moved on to Maryland, but I think X needs to get back on track after that home loss against Nova. This is a good opportunity to do so Zach Freeman. still going to be a game time decision in this one. 
uh, something to pay attention to. I don't know how much he's going to really be able to contribute, but I just think the fact that if he could be out there, his physical presence could make a difference. Kai Kai uh, uh, Tandy as well, coming off the uh, injury there, uh, going to be a game time decision that just adds some bench depth there. I, I just don't like this Hall team that much. And to me, when you look at them, they have been inconsistent and they've been consistently inconsistent. So <laughs> this is one where I would potentially look at uh, uh, taking X on the road here. The other injury to pay attention to is Kadari Richmond, Syracuse transfer, mm-hmm. by the way. I thought that was a blown play by Jim Beheim. I really like him. He's, he is a real talent. Thanks. Uh, well, listen, <laughs> I mean, anytime, I mean anytime you, wanna, you get, anytime you you get six, six, any more than you already have. No, it's not. Listen, I, I like Syracuse basketball program. They've had great players come through there. One of the best I've ever seen in college was Billy Owens. But the fact that Jim Beheim sits there, walks around like he's Kim Jong-un is unbelievable to me. He, like to me, I, I, I can't be fired. I'd be like, dude, get the hell out of here. And you know what? I wouldn't <laughs> even fire him. I would buy a lighter fluid and a match and torch his office and say, dude, there's your notice. You're gone. Nevada plays Fresno State tonight. <laughs> I'm just picturing Jabea walking out of Syracuse, be like, "Hey, did you hear I shot a 56 at golf yesterday?" Hey, right? <laughs> Four double eagles. I would let me tell you right now. One. I would have I would have students coming in. Hey, listen, you guys take a driver, go straight to his car, front windshield, so he's got to replace it. Can't drive. Jim does not get a, get along well with the Syracuse media, the local media, Newhouse School broadcasting. No, no. It's, it's, oh, we it's saw been, that earlier this no, year. Yeah. No, no, no. It's been the, a point the, of contention the reason, for him. No, the, here's the problem with this for people that are unaware. So when you cover individual teams like Syracuse or in the NFL, you cover the Cowboys or whomever it may be credentials for media that cover these teams are issued by the team, Mm -hmm. which is such a problem. And on top of that, you have these people that work in smaller markets that are generally younger. They're not going to challenge somebody like him, right? right? Like it's very hard to find an abrasive personality like mine. Who's going to be like, I don't give a damn. I'll be outside, buddy. <laughs> I, you know, you might be able to kick my ass. I don't care, but I'm going down swinging. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's probably a chance I'm using an object that you don't have on you. It, it is weird. It's a weird thing because I saw yesterday, somebody tweeted out from, uh, from Chicago in uh, the Midwest Comcast sports and there that one of the players down in spring training with the white Sox was, talking to a local Chicago reporter and basically the player accused the reporter of not being all in on the team and saying derogatory things about the team last year. And it's like, is that our job? And so that gets to that weird thing of like, I cover the team. Do I have to be a fanboy for the team too? Can I not be critical? And I think that's where Bayheim has issues with the local media. It's almost like, do you see what I've done for the school? He wants a lifetime pass. I understand that. It's that doesn't mean he should not be called down to the carpet for the maybe a, not a great coaching job that he's doing this year. It's that weird split of am I supposed to be a, a fanboy or girl for the team if I cover the team, and or can I be critical? Listen, let me tell you something. I'd be ripping Rogaine's number one customer. I mean, that guy just—he's such a jerk. That's the problem. You know, you, here's the thing. The reason why I don't—he's like, our hey, jerk in Syracuse. I, you know what? I wouldn't claim him. You know, there's certain people you don't want to claim. Let me tell you why I'm a Bill Self fan, why I'm a Jay Wright fan, because they're good guys. Yeah, good I don't care that they win. You know, they, they've won more than Jim Beheim has. My issue with Beha- with uh, Shashevsky has never been about his ability as a coach. He's a jerk. Think about this. The guy, would you agree that Christian Leitner is one of the 10 greatest collegiate oh, players no of all question. time? No doubt about it. The guy that built the dynasty, helped build the dynasty that really put the found, uh, you know, on the foundation Came back which, last year. And the final game against Carolina, all these players come back. He doesn't see them. It, it was funny. I, I, I was on a mad dog with George Reister one night. He was, he goes, Hey, I'm all you're excited. You know, coach K's retiring. I said, hell yeah. I go, the guy's an absolute jerk. You don't expect a guy. You don't expect a guest to come on your show and stay, say stuff like that. He goes, Oh, explain. I said, let me tell you something. I said, when you think of Carolina, Dean Smith, Billy Cunningham, Larry Brown, Michael Jordan, James worthy, the plethora of names, the hall of famers. They always talk about coach Smith, coach Smith. I don't make a decision without talking to coach Smith. Roy Williams has won three national titles. Roy Williams is more successful at Carolina than Dean Smith was. And let me tell you right now, he always calls him coach Smith. The the affinity people have for that program We had George Carl on with Brent Musburger and I, George Carl says to me afterwards, he goes, Hey man, I really appreciate you asking me about Carolina. He was almost in tears because that's what it means to them. I don't see the great people like Shane Battier, Grant Hill. I don't see these guys talking about, you know what, you know, uh, something was challenging with my family. I called coach K up to get his input on it. Coach wouldn't let me tell you right now, all these people, Bill Walton, Andy Hill, 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Lou Alcindor back in the time, Jamal Wilkes, Marcus Johnson. Look at the affinity all these people have for these coaches. I don't see anybody going, yeah, you know what? Coach K was was a game changer for me. Well, when it was proofs in the pudding. When Leitner said that, and I, it caught me by surprise, too, when he said, I didn't talk to Coach Smith, uh, talk, talk to Coach K on that day in, in the final uh, against Carolina. That did surprise me. And again, I have no idea what the relationship is like with some of the former players at Syracuse with Jim Beheim. I do know he does bring a lot of those guys back, like Adrian Autry, Jerry McNamara, and puts them on the staff. And that's something that Carolina does now with Hubert Davis, and something Duke does now as well. So we're seeing that kind of former player going back to said program and then kind of trying to, to keep it going. It didn't work at Georgetown. It doesn't look like it's going to work there with Patrick Ewing and, and the late great uh, big John Thompson, but that does seem to be a new thing. Now we're keeping it in the family and we'll see if those families can keep growing those trees. Well, you know, it's part of the argument that you get with coaches in the NFL, why they don't make changes. Cause you're just going, you're recycling the same garbage Yeah. and people are afraid to step outside the box. Look, sometimes you want to be great. You got to be able to will, be willing to take risk. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes these ADs, you know what the problem with the ADs are? They're paid so much money and they're afraid to kind of go out on the limb. Uh, I respect, just start anew. Let me tell you something. Chris Del Conte at Texas. I respect the hell out of Chris. You know, he was at Fort Worth at TCU, goes to Texas, big time job. They got rid of Beard. Beard's a tremendous coach. Yep. They made a move. Alabama, they're like, listen, man, you want to bang? No problem. As long as you can put buckets, we're keeping you. Wow, yeah, and we'll find out what the, what that situation is going to look like. Very quickly, though, before we do go to break, yep. I, I did mention Nevada against Fresno State here on the road tonight. Nevada's going to lay three against the Bulldogs' low total of, of 129 and a half. In-game scenario or something you like before we actually get to tip? Good question. I like the Wolf Pack. Um, you know, Fresno has competed, right? They're probably the best team that competes that doesn't get you the result. Yep. Uh, short number here on the road. Fresno State has just not had the same home court advantage in the Valley there. Um, I, I think the Wolf Pack make the short trek across uh, and get this win. All right, so lay the three with Nevada there. Well, and on I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, so is that a lean towards the three? Yeah, but I, I would go more in play here. You okay. got to get an opportunity. Maybe you get Nevada to pick them or a lower price. I feel like it's going to be a tight road game. This is an under uh, underrated little bit of a rivalry. Not the distance isn't too far from Reno to Fresno. Uh, and that total one twenty nine and a half. Stay away. Yeah, stay away. Okay. Because with the, with Fresno, it could be a very low scoring game. Or if they're actually making shots, you might be able to get there. All right, as we get closer and closer to conference play. Do these games get tighter and tighter down the stretch for, for teams that feel like they might either either be bubble worthy or they're like, let's just stay healthy. We talked about it with, the, with Xavier. Maybe I just rest my best player until I get to the conference tournament instead of playing these late games in the regular season. You know, that's a great point you made there, Dave. And I'd have to look at where X is in the standings in terms of the Big East, whether it's worth it or not to bring Zach Fremantle in. But I'll tell you right now, you win the Big East tournament. In my opinion, the probably the second best conference. They won't get the credit for it, Yeah, but I think it's the second best conference in the country. Uh, probably ranked third. I don't know, based on Ken Palm or something. I, I don't look at the numbers there, but to me, when you look at it, Creighton X Marquette, um, UConn, mm -hmm. this is a very, very good league. And I, I think the sec has got Bama, but I think there's a drop off from there. I think it's very cluttered together there. All right. So again, look at X on the road, but we don't know if Fremantle is going to be able to go uh, in that game on the road lane one and a half. And again, Nevada, Maybe a lean there, laying three on the road. When we come back, let's talk a little bit more about the bigger picture in college basketball and maybe really start to look at some of those numbers as possible teams that we think there's still some value on the board of actually getting to the Final Four or beyond. Come on back. It is Big Bets here on these. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. 
So follow the seven right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. As basketball and hockey seasons continue, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Call Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and more. Check out BetRivers.com. Download the Bet Rivers app. It is a whole new ball game. We have got a little over an hour in our final program here on Big Bets here on Vincent Dave Ross and Amal Shaw. Uh, very quickly, excited, obviously, sad to see our show come to an end, but excited for what you've got coming up with uh, Patrick Maher. How how do you think that show is going to play every week? I know it's a three-hour show every day. Yeah. Will you and Patrick be going at each other, or will we be, you know, I, I don't know where he feels about some of the things that you feel strongly about, which I love to get your passion on. Yeah, no, I, Patrick and I have worked together intermittently in the past, and uh, I know he'll be able to rile me up and he'll Good. say some things. And here's the best part. I'm an Ohio guy. He's a Michigan guy. Oh, look out. So it should be a lot of fun. And, you know, he's got an allegiance to the Lions and the Pistons. I don't I don't hear a lot oh, of Oh, he's people, a Lions-Pistons guy. Yeah, and I don't hear a lot of people claim uh, the Tigers or the Red Wings. But the Red Wings, if you look, they're in that's they're a, in position to get in the postseason. That's a tough city right now, man. Hey, wow. Well, the, the, you got to check it out. Sharp Money 3 to 6. That's going to be starting next week with Amal it, and Patrick. It's going to be entertaining. I'll tell yeah, you that I, much. I'm sure it will be. So uh, you definitely have to check that out. I'll be with Matt Brown. We're going to be starting our new show yeah, uh, the following that. weekend. That's going to be a lot of fun as well. And that will be noon to 3 on weekends here on the network. Let's get back a little bit to college basketball here. We're talking more big picture, Amal, when you look ahead. And again, there's shorter odds to make the Final Four. And I don't know if these are quote-unquote safer plays than if you want to go for the team that's going to actually cut down the net. But... You can understand why Houston right now, plus $1.30, is the smallest favorite on the board to at least get to the Final Four. Alabama, we don't know what's going on with their situation right now. I, again, from a, for people who haven't, haven't been following that, that situation at Alabama, they are 2-1 to one right now to make the Final Four. Let's start right there. We're not lawyers and we're not legal experts here, but we don't know what's going to happen with arguably their best player on the team, uh, what do you make of Alabama's situation? And is that because of that situation, a team you might want to avoid making future plays on? I would be a little bit concerned, but you know what? The one thing, I don't necessarily agree with Alabama's stance in terms of how they've handled the situation, at least the comments. I don't have enough knowledge of the right. whole situation to be able to genuinely sit there and say, hey, whether Brandon Miller should play or not. But Nate Oates, one thing I respect about Greg Byrne and Nate Oates is they, uh, Byrne being the AD, they basically said, hey, we're going to die on this hill. And the reality is Alabama is probably yeah. never getting any closer to having a shot at a Final Four national title, getting all those things in one season. And they decided to ride the guy who's going to be potentially the third pick in the draft. So um, they're, they're going to kind of die on this hill. If they, uh, no pun intended. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just the way they've decided to approach it. Um, you know, different programs would have taken a different approach. Uh, this is an elite player, as you mentioned, probably a top three pick in the NBA draft. Mm -hmm. That's why Alabama right now is one of the shortest numbers on the boards to make it to the Final Four and or the national championship. I think the only thing we're saying is we don't know. Like when we're trying to look at numbers associated with teams, it's hard to project what's going to become of the situation with Miller at Alabama. You're right. The AD and head coach, they're saying, hey, we're, we're going to play him. As long as we can play him, we're going to play him. Yeah. And I just wonder if there's any change coming here. Yeah, there's a real quick quote from uh, Nate Oates. We've done the right thing. Alabama coach Nate Oates defends the decision to allow Brandon Miller to play after his name appeared in connection with the shooting. Okay, so again, that's 
before you make that play in Alabama, yeah. just know that. Know that there is a risk there that for some things we don't know and foresee, there is a chance Miller might not be on this team. It's an ongoing legal process. Things can change in a minute, right? right. I, that's... I thought the counselor here, Kelly Bidlin, was about to say, uh, we can't comment. On By the way, that's all NATO's ever had to say, right, is exactly that, though. This is an ongoing situation, but and we're going we're gonna to be told what to do, and until then, we're going to play our kid. Dave, if stupid people didn't exist, life would not be as entertaining. It seemed like a, <laughs> like a pretty easy thing to say if you're a head coach. But again, no, but Nate, Nate's application for point. Mensa has been lost in the mail, I believe. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> seems like that would be the way to go if it's a legalese situation. You don't know what's going to become of it. If I'm the head coach, that's that's the way I'm going to approach it. But right now, he is still playing for Alabama. Absolutely right. Can you uh, can you guys on the graphics department throw back the previous uh, odds to make the Final Four? That was a great graphic you guys had up there. Real Houston, quick, Kamal, just, just fi- more philosophical on this stuff do you, is this something with shorter odd ones that you would actually bet now or more wait till you know what the bracket looks like and mm. then to bet them to win the region i yeah. know you're not going to get as good numbers correct but I, at least you know the path they have to take yeah i would agree i think it's a really good point um i would look at someone like you kind of four and a half to one to take them now to one as well, because remember, if Texas wins, which I think they're very capable of winning the Big 12 tournament, mm-hmm. their numbers will shorten very quickly. Um, Arizona, UCLA, I think their numbers will come down a little bit also based on how the Pac-12 tournament goes out here in Las Vegas. KU, I think they'll end up at about $1.75 or so if they win the Big 12 tournament, so some things to pay attention to. What I don't like are the odds on Houston right now, plus 130. Uh, Houston's at 7, 7.5, maybe a max of 8-1. to one. I don't know if the, there are any 8-1s to ones out there, but to me, I would play UH to make it to the final, to win it all, and then you can get a better hedge because the plus 130 doesn't allow you that. And when you get into that elite eight game, mm-hmm. you're talking about a top eight, top 12, top 16 type of team. So very capable of beating Houston or anybody else in that situation. So I would just kind of caution that one. I'll tell you, Kel, the one that looks intriguing to me right now, 10 to 1. It's all about the you. Oh, <laughs> well, I tell you, th- this where I think this market could be good for taking some of these more mid range bombs, right? right. Like where you're talking about teams that could yes. move up. Yep. Take, you know, win a conference championship or, you know, move up their seating big time between now and when the and when's uh, in selection Sunday. Yeah. Right. And again, when, when have you seen Duke at 11 to one? Yeah. To make it to a final four. I, you know, real quickly, looking at this graphic, we got the Zags TCU. TCU, I like them. I don't know if they're going to get to a final four. St. Mary's, I'm ruling out. Mm. Marquette, dangerous. The, the, to me, they the good season should be an elite eight for them. Sweet 16 should be a strong possibility. Indiana, I think, is dangerous. Trace Jackson Davis had a tremendous season. Hood Shafino's been terrific. Uh, Race Thompson's the guy that you need on every team, whatever sport you're playing. A guy just does, okay, you need me to go rebound tonight? I'll go rebound. You need me to get 12 tonight? I'll go get you 12 points. He does everything you need to win. I mean, I, I look at them and then a couple other teams on the other side. I think X could be dangerous. Jones is an NBA player. You mm. mentioned Fremantle. Nunji's got some size. He can take you out to the perimeter potentially. And then Kentucky and Duke. Arkansas, the injuries concern me, but Nick Smith back in the mix. Um, I, I still, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to die on this hill. I'm a, I'm more of a believer in Kentucky than other people are, but the, the season has proven me wrong. Well, 11-1 to for Kentucky to make it to the Final Four. They might not yeah. even make the NCAA tournament. I think they're going to get in after the schlacking of Tennessee. I think they will get in. And we've seen recently with UNC last year, right? Syracuse has done it a couple times as you know, lower seeds, 11 seeds, 10 seeds, as blue bloods that do make that run. And then you right. go, oh, man, how did I pass on Kentucky at 11-1 to one to make the Final Four, right? I mean, we've seen this. This has happened a lot. Do you think there's a better chance for a, a blue blood that's having a really down season like a Kentucky to make a run to the Final Four or one of these teams, mid-majors that we talk about, that we go, wow, it really feels like an open college basketball season. So maybe a school like VCU could make another run to, to a Final Four. Yeah, I think it's wide open right now when you look at it. I don't know. You know, I was uh, asked on a show this morning, who do you think is a long shot? And, boy, you give me 20 teams, I can't disagree with you. I mean, there's a plethora of options available that I think could get through this. But I'm going to tell you a team I think is going to be dangerous because they got great guard play, and I'm biased because I'm a huge Keontae George guy. Mm. Um, Flagler, uh, you look at this team, Baylor, they've got experience, they've got talent. Uh, This is a dangerous team. And I just think these teams from the Big 12 are so battle-tested. I mean, this is such a great league. Watch out for these teams here. You know, when you look at Baylor and Scott Drew, Mm -hmm. sometimes I think we forget about the coaching, right? Because the K's are gone, right? And because the Roy Williams have retired. How much will coaching matter for some of these teams when we get to to the big dance? Because there are young coaches like a John Shire at Duke. So you get 11-1, but is Shire, he's never coached 
in this type of environment before, right? He's going to get a taste of it at the ACC tournament, and then you go to the big dance. Is that overrated? Is that underrated aspect of, of teams making deep runs? No, I think it's important. I think, you know, look at Tom Izzo's history on the second right. day, right? Like you play Thursday, Saturday, Friday, Sunday. His teams, the success they've had on that turnaround in 48 hours, if you play a team that you don't particularly match up with, how do you prepare for? All those things are a factor. Uh, I think the in play in the NCAA tournament is such a great way to bet. Now, you're going to get games where, you know, you see St. Ma- I'm sorry, uh, John Morant, uh, oh, yeah. Murray State mm-hmm. taking on Florida State, right? Kelly, I was down with JVT and Mike Palm at um, Cir- uh, at the D at the, the time at the, watching the game. And I remember Mike was with me, and um, he goes, dude, you love Florida State. I hammered FSU. And I see these five <laughs> square bears walk in, and they're, like, all over John Morant. I mean, they, you know, these were, like, the guys for their college reunion. If I'd known that, I would, I would, I would just literally take it. I would be like, here are my pants. Can you give me 100 for the pants? I'm like, come on, let's go. And they beat the hell out of them. Also, just to address something real quick about Miami, I hope they lose in the first damn round. Of course I know you do. SEC guys and their stupid little conference chance, you can take that crap and go home with it. I don't know what this – trash is that's a rival i want them down and dead right away dave burn you can't say that about the great coach l jim laranaga yeah but here's the sure problem with guy, here's the problem coach. with his comment he said sec oh yeah they all root for each other yeah Those you know SEC miami's in the ACC, acc buddy no i know i'm saying my i'm not rooting for the acc just because my school is in the ACC. i will tell you one that's thing i will tell you one thing i am 100 big 10 homer in the in the tournament ah. by the way don't worry Go about root for ah. michigan Wow. Biggest Michigan fan alive, ball chop. I never That's hundred percent true. We get this argument all the time. My best <laughs> friend, and I. We always root for Michigan in the tournament or in the bowl games. Absolutely. I always hate when Buckeye fans are like, "I would never root for them." Dude, I am so sick of these SEC honks. Didn't see that coming. Nick Whalen coming up at the top of hour number two next on Big Bets. At Bet three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 